one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to Growing Up Female with me, Connie Simmons. This is the podcast where we chat about what it's really like to grow up female behind the shiny social media profile. I'll be chatting to a whole host of young, inspirational women about race, beauty standards, periods, body shaming, sex, relationships, social media, everything it means to grow up as a female today. Welcome back to Growing Up Female. Uh, Today's guest is very inspiring. She's a dedicated professional and she's also a young, beautiful and just a really good bloody person. Um, It's Dr. Rona. She is a dentist, an award-winning dentist, may I add, and she's the owner of Chelsea Dental Clinic, creator of the Chelsea Smile and co-founder of Parla, the tooth tabs, which we'll find out about later on in the podcast. Rona, did I get that all right? <laughs> I got that. Like, she's like, I'm almost like stunned to because I'm like, oh my, what an amazing introduction. Thank you so much. Like, really humbled by what you said because at the best of times, I just feel like a normal dentist, you know, just trying to do my best in this world. You're amazing. Like, I <laughs> I just think like you're, 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 you're young. You just imagine dentists with the achievements that you have being older and I don't know why I was about to say male, but that's, that's just what came to my head. Um, so I just find you really, really inspiring. I think you're amazing. No, oh, that's so sick. Do you know what? It's actually really funny because I think you are right. You know, we think of stereotypes all the time, you know, when it comes to different people, professions. And yeah. I think definitely dentists didn't do themselves any favor because when they were like putting out there what dentists were, you did have that scary man behind a mask, not yeah. speaking more knowing on what was going on and that's kind of what one my main mission has been in the dental industry and in particular kind of when, within the media arena where I'm like you know what dentists are not these people that you think they are and obviously you know there was things in my careers where people didn't like what I was putting out there because they thought dentists should be that person that's very scientific and I just thought you know what this is not what I'm about and this is not what I want to do you got to do what you're passionate about yeah. And you're professional with it. You do it, you know, at the highest of quality. So whatever. And do you know what I just thought of? I thought of Willy Wonka, you know, um, with Johnny Depp in it. And he he created yeah. Willy Wonka on the basis that his dad was a den- scary dentist. Yeah, but also, do you remember Little Shop of Horrors? Yeah, it's all... Was, it's all like, it's always just that scary person. And I think... Now more than ever in the world that we're living in, you can challenge stigmas and stereotypes and that goes Mm. for dentistry as well. We need to make sure that people really understand what we're about because within the dental industry, 
a lot of people have negative views about what dentists do, like inflicting pain or just charging mm. lots of money and not knowing what they're paying for. And that, there's just so many different things. You and- know what? I actually hear that a lot. And you know, my my mum has said before, when we were younger, they got commission on fillings and my mouth's full of fillings I didn't need and they're silver fillings. And she'll probably yeah, exactly. saying, like, my mum hates her teeth. Yeah, but you hear that thing, like, you know, I don't know if your mum told you, like, you know, you'd hear these stories like, oh, the dentist basically, like, put their knee on my chest and, you know, to, like, pull the tooth out. And, you know, people, as you said, it's just like drill, fill, pay the bill. And you didn't know what was going on. And I think it's a really bad time in dentistry. And I think it's changing all now. So, Oh, yeah, I think so. I mean, I've never been scared of the dentist, but I think I've always had good teeth. I'm the only one out of my siblings that hasn't got fill-ins. Uh, I've seen them already you know (laughs) (laughs) so I think that's probably another reason why I'm not scared is that I've really taken care of them and looked after my teeth I know it can be genetic as well why people might experience things but um, I think when you go there knowing that you've really looked after your teeth you feel better anyway yeah exactly you know 100% and that that is exactly what I'm about Good. So I want to, because this is about growing up female and obviously, you know, you've, you're at a point in your life where, in my opinion, you're just like doing really, really well. And you've got your dentist, you've got your own little company. But who was Rona from the very start? Like, how did you get to this point? Wow, I think that's a really great question. Because what's interesting is, is that the public persona that I've built, I connect a lot with people, you know, even, you know, with me and you sort of meeting online, mm. I think that there's something that more creative people can see that not necessarily dentists can see. And I think that's really important to the development of my character, because basically, I grew up from a Middle Eastern background, and my dad was you know, not from a great sort of privileged family in Egypt. He came to London with £10 in his pocket. And he basically put himself through medical school working at Spaghetti House. And he had a really strong like working ethos. And, you know, he was working in London at a time where it wasn't accepting of different cultures. There was a lot of stigma around sort of immigrants, refugees, that kind of thing. So he really, you know, had to find his feet and sort of, you know, prove himself in a way. Anyway, he went on to become a doctor and he moved away from London when he was about 37 because he just sort of decided there was too many distractions in London. So he wanted to go to London. He wanted to go to Saudi and sort of do the expat life for a year. And the expat life is a bit how... Dubai is now you know how people go away for like a year and they sort of live yeah. the dream come back it was, it was that kind of thing and meanwhile my mum had grown up in Lebanon and in Berkeley University where she had also studied nutrition and they met in a hospital in Saudi it was like love at first sight situation oh. married after, yeah married after six months and had been together for like 35 years oh my and, god that is such a whirlwind but how amazing. yeah it's such a whirlwind but so my mum's six foot two, my dad's five ten, so it's quite no. hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like they're such a like glamorous couple. Oh my god, I bet your mum's like a model. <laughs> oh, she's yeah, she she really is, and like she's a real character, like really strong-minded. But my dad wanted to come back to the UK because he felt that the UK was full of opportunity, it was mm. you know, full of you know, full of kind of dreams. He liked the way the 
the country was built effectively and wanted me and my sister to be in that environment. Now, he really pushed us, I suppose, more into kind of like professional degrees. And maybe that's because of his culture. But I guess he wanted to know that we were going to do things that secured us later on in our future. And as you know, being a doctor, being a dentist, being a lawyer, being an engineer, like those are jobs that are vocational. So you have to basically, you know, your degree gets you somewhere, unlike people that maybe do like history or English, where, you know, it's a bit open. Totally agree with that. Yeah. But from the age of like five, I literally, Connie was like, love drama. I mean, surprise, surprise. But I <laughs> I just loved acting. I was really confident when it came to like public speaking. I loved being on camera, just loved acting, just all those little things. And the funny thing was, is that at school, they definitely sort of said that um, they would really like to see me pursue this sort of, they were like, oh, she's not very sciencey. She's definitely going to be good at kind of drama. And I found like academics really hard, but I was really inspired by my aunt who lives in America. She's a dentist. And when I saw the way that she was with patients, I loved it. And for me, dentistry, I saw a different side to dentistry. Yeah. She was like really engaging with patients, and people would come to her every six months. Like, it's not just, you know, you go to a doctor when you're sick. And I really thought, you know what, I want to be a dentist. But I struggled academically because I wasn't naturally good at science. I wasn't naturally good at maths. Like I'm that person that really has to work hard to get the grades. But I knew that the grades were like the entry ticket into university. So I worked really hard and I still kind of kept up like English, drama, philosophy, like all those subjects. Mm. And I got into dental school. I mean, it was a bit of a struggle, but I got there in the end. But I didn't fit into dental school at all because in dental school, it was very, the people were very scientific. They didn't really have that emotional awareness, that empathy for people. And I think that's like, I'm not tooting my own horn because I know my limitations and I know my strengths. But I think one of my strengths is, is that I really understand human nature. I'm I'm a sensitive Mm. person. And I want to bring that to dentistry. Like, mm. why can't I talk to a patient, like a family or a friend? You know, like, I want them to feel comfortable. I know it's important to be professional, but you can be professional and human. If that yeah, makes sense. and personable. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know this isn't denti- dentistry, but I'll never forget when I had my first scan when I was pregnant and um, the woman had no personal skills, no people skills. And she was obviously yeah. really intelligent. She was. Uh, she knew what she was talking about but like it was like she forgot that this was the first time I was going to see my baby and I can see what you mean like that's an example like I don't know maybe she was having a bad day but when you just said that I I could see what you mean by the fact that like sometimes the science can take over um the person involved or whatever yeah exactly exactly also another question just thinking about your dad do you think he also felt that it was important for you and your sister to have, um, you know, a job like you do because he had an felt an element of having to prove yourselves or to to be respected because because you know before prior to that or and still as we know it can be quite challenging when you're not white. Do you know what I think that this is? That's a really interesting question, but I think. 
it's more about security. Like when you leave a country where there's not as much opportunity for success, you almost mm. feel like that kind of profession is respected. So I think you're yeah. right on some level because we all know that when you are a doctor or a dentist, it's like we all know how long and how many years of graft it mm. takes studying and there's almost like this unwritten respect right because you're like oh my god bloody hell they've gone to university for that long yeah so I think there's definitely that element to it but my sister's a completely different story like she retaliated because she was incredible at art and she was like dad I don't want to do medicine I don't want to do dentistry and like he again was like okay fine then you can do architecture because he just wouldn't let her just be you know and I love how much um uh, how much your dad has a say in what you do because my mum and dad I'd just be like I'll jog on and I'll just do what <laughs> I wanted to do anyway but I love that I love that element of respect you have for your dad and that you know he he had a decision in what you do um because you're probably really grateful of that aren't you now yeah totally and like do you know what the thing is I think it can work two ways right like you have to have a balance and my dad is really liberal and I think that you probably know maybe from people that you went to school and stuff that like there are certain parents that try and pressure their kids too yeah. much to do a certain thing and like maybe particularly as you said with certain ethnic minorities like they're peer pressured into like being a doctor or this or that and they don't mm. actually enjoy it or don't want to do it and I think it's important to have that balance because my sister did her architecture degree, but she didn't even go on to be an architect. She ended okay. up in set design. And set design is like where she gets to express herself in a totally creative way. And I think that yeah. you, you need to understand, and Connie, like you're the perfect example as well. Like you've used your platform to, in an entrepreneurial way, in a sense, like you inspire other women, you inspire mothers, you know, you inspire people that, you know, in the fitness industry, whatever, whatever. But the thing is, is that, it's a new generation thing, right? If you said to your parents 10 mm. years ago, like, I'm going to be someone that, you know, has a digital platform to influence other people, they'll be like, what the hell is that? You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true. Different. It's the way that we're evolving as people. It's and true. like, it's about evolving. And I think my parents are more old school and that's fine because they just thought that doing a proper job, as they would put it, is the way mm. forward, but not necessarily. No, and I get that as a parent myself. I totally understand that that view and and there's definitely more security and there's more of a like um uh it's like it's like starting your own business there's less of a risk in a way you know like I did marketing at university I think if I went to university and studied medicine my mum and dad would feel probably less like concern of right what's what's her next step but doing marketing it was like right well what are you going to do now so I think that just takes a lot takes yeah. that stress stress away from parents because parents want the best of their kids most of the time um, and and at what point did you feel like do you know what I actually really love teeth do you know it's such a funny thing though Connie because <laughs> you know people like how can you be so glamorous in dentistry and I'm going to tell you one thing that you probably never thought about I think the way your teeth look and the way that your smile makes you feel has such a psychological and biological impact on you as a human being that you really can see the value in dentistry. Now, what I mean by that, I don't know if you've ever had a toothache, but for example, 
toothache is one of the most excruciating things in the entire world. So to be able to put people out of pain, of course, is like the first reason you become a health professional, whether you're like a doctor, a paramedic, like that is it, getting, treating disease, yeah? So first of all, that goes without saying that, you know, to be able to know that you have the ability to relieve people is great. But for me, it goes beyond that. And I think when I was looking up to individuals in the dental industry, I realized the power of cosmetic dentistry because when people have terrible teeth or are not confident about their smile, there are no psychotherapists, beauticians, makeup artists, you know, PTs, whatever, that can make them feel it make them feel good in a way that a dentist could. So what I'm trying to say is I'm like trans- transforming someone's smile. I'm talking about people that are missing teeth or rotten teeth or super brown teeth or whatever. The dentist is the only person that can really almost like cure their fear of sort of like... Sorry, I butted in because I just want you to know, I, I, I totally 100% agree with you. And I think so many people listening to this will agree and they'll say, do you know what? If I, you know, about their own teeth, I know people, I've got friends that their teeth affect their confidence just their teeth they're happy about everything else but their teeth exactly exactly that's the whole point like when you meet people like patients of mine obviously connie you're not a bad starting point anyways you know your teeth oh just just for everyone listening i'm getting my teeth done by rona we can talk we can tell them about what i'm having done in a minute (laughs) yeah yeah well you know connie obviously you're not a terrible starting point but i'm talking about people that for example have had like domestic abuse or been in a car accident Mm. or you know had something terrible and they can't Mm. smile anymore there's science behind it like smile Mm. contagious so for example if you see me laughing or smiling it makes you want to laugh and smile like there's science behind it all and it makes you feel good Mm. and i think that i realized early on in my career that i wanted to do something that was life-changing i think it's harder if you're a dentist that for example just focuses on like broken teeth at the back or like root canal or whatever i think people don't see the value as much because they can't Mm. see what you're doing whereas like with cosmetic because they can physically see the change and feel the change like there were people out there that like suddenly were like motivated to start dating again or they were motivated as i said to like apply for jobs or they were like Mm. motivated kind of start socializing like it can be it can be really detrimental to your self-confidence if you don't feel proud of your smile Mm, I love that and it's so true when you really think about it like when people say I've got to pay for a root canal like it's never got the same exactly it's never got the same like um vibe as when you're like I'm getting Invisalign and I'm getting my teeth whitened and I'm blah 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 like it's it's not the same is it so you're so right the thing is, right, is that, and this goes with anything, is that people want to pay things for pay for things that they value, not for things that they need. So yeah. when I mean value, it's things that they want, right? If you want your smile to look nicer, you pay for it. If you need a root canal, you're like, oh, can't be bothered. You know what I mean? I like, know. <laughs> Although you need that more, but actually, though, when you think about it, if your teeth is affecting your confidence and affecting your day-to-day life, then you need that just as much as that root canal, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I'm saying to you, it's it's psychological. Yeah. It's the same thing. I know, for example, as well, that you, like, massively invest in exercise, not only for your physical, but your mental health. Mm. And that, for me, me relates as well. Like, I'm the kind Mm. of person invest so much time and money and everything into like exercise but not just for like the way that I look but the way that I feel and I think that's the same with cosmetic dentistry yeah no I'm with you I think it's so true and I think um 
that that will give people that extra push to you know invest in their teeth after listening to that 100 percent. and it's such a long it's a long it's a long-term thing as well it's for the rest of your life totally but also as connie just said so connie had braces when she was younger and she actually um, stopped wearing her retainers the retainers are the stuff that you're given at the end and you'll be you get told back in the day that you only need to wear it for like a year but now it's all changed and all the new research shows that it's actually lifelong and after your teeth are straightened you have to wear a retainer for the rest of your Mm. work right now we talked about the different options and we decided to go for Invisalign. Invisalign is one of the things that I feel most passionate about. It's a plastic brace. You wear it 22 hours a day, but you can take it off to eat and drink and it's pretty discreet. And, you know, particularly for people that maybe are a little bit older and worried about wearing like traditional braces, it's a great mm. option. If you're in front of the camera and talking a lot, again, it's a great option because it's nice and discreet. So it's a great system. And we're going to just be doing some whitening as well. And whitening naturally whitens your teeth without damaging them. And on top of that... How how does whitening... I've always heard that whitening damages your teeth. So you know what? It doesn't. I think that whitening, there's different types of whitening. And the whitening stuff that you get on like across the counter it never has enough enough peroxide and peroxide is the key ingredient to make it white so if you don't have peroxide your um your teeth won't go super white they might go a little bit like stain free but that's it and then some whitening toothpastes are really abrasive so they've almost got sand like particles and if you can imagine rubbing sand on your teeth it rubs away the enamel if the enamel's rubbed off it's it's irreversible. So what I'm trying to say is, is that your enamel could come off forever and your teeth will actually end up looking more yellow. So the whitening that you get with the dentist is like got a formula that doesn't damage your enamel and it actually causes a reaction in your teeth, but you cannot buy it over the counter. So again, Connie, you've done the responsible thing by going to a dentist. Mm. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
this is your teeth at the end of the day. And I've always said to myself, you only get, once your baby teeth fall out, that's it. You've only get one set of teeth. You've really got to look after them. So people have to do their research. A hundred, hundred and ten percent. And again, it's about value because there's a lot of like direct to consumer. So I don't know if you know about this, Connie, but like a lot of particularly influencers and stuff are also getting stuff where braces are being sent to their houses and they don't even have to see a dentist and they have to take a like a mold themselves at home. And I just think oh, to, wow. to take a dentist out of the equation is a little yeah. bit bad. Because if something goes wrong, you don't have someone to go to. You're not advised properly. And I think you should just never risk it, you know? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Definitely. Again, it's like everyone wants the, this Hollywood smile now, especially with Instagram probably more than ever because they're seeing influencers and celebrities with their perfect teeth. Right. And people will just almost like fad dieting will cut corners to get quick results or exactly. to get cheaper results. Exactly. exactly. And you know as well, it's just you need to do things that are going to be long term. Yeah, short-term. absolutely. So moving on from um, the um, Invisalign and all of that, I wanted to see how you were getting on during this pandemic because like you were saying, like the first and foremost, it's about treating people, making sure they're not in pain. Yet you haven't been able to do your job, have you? So it's been a really tough time for me, Connie. I'm not going to lie. Because of the stuff that's been going on with the pandemic, um, dentists were taken off the front line. So obviously this all hit and dentists had to stop working. And I immediately signed up to go and work on the NHS. I wanted to be on the front line helping the other doctors. And, you know, dentists have like two or three years medical training as part of their dental training, you know, at university. So we can train to like, you know, take medical histories, like put cannulas in, triage, all this kind of thing. And I didn't get called back, but I was in a place of frustration because I had just bought Chelsea Dental Clinic and like completed a week before lockdown, which was hideous for me because I'd inherited like a business and all these financial responsibilities and suddenly I couldn't work. Like that didn't matter to me in the grand scheme of things with what was going on with COVID, but I don't like feeling like I can't do something to help people. Yeah. I was doing online consultations to like help patients that were in pain and like I had to give them advice and there was loads of like friends and friends of friends and all this sort of thing that were like hey can we see a dentist and the problem is is that during COVID they set up these like dental hubs but it was like a really basic skeleton skeleton system so like people would just have like teeth pulled out and lots of the hubs were inside hospitals and it just it just meant the, the dentistry side of things was sort of neglected and I was really frustrated by mm. it but I tried to do what I can like I donated all of my PPE to the hospitals I like dropped it off I like drove around with a friend oh, everything and then I started like working all of the media contacts and I'd like put a lot of pressure on the newspapers to sort of get the government to speak up and I joined a dental group and we wrote to Matt Hancock because we were like, listen, we're ready to go back. And that's why I think dentists have been able to go back from this week. But again, no one told us that we were going back. The first time we heard that we could go back was literally on BBC News, like on the Yeah, so all of a sudden we had to like source all this PPE and it's been a bit of a nightmare. But, you know, I realised, if I'm completely honest with you, 
how much I love my job. Like, I felt lost, Connie. And like, mm. I obviously have, you know, a little bit of a footprint on in, on in social media. And I pushed that a bit, like I was doing more content stuff. I felt a little bit lost there because I felt like almost like going more online, you feel like you're more in a digital rat race. Like, whereas yeah. my day, my day to day is just treating patients mm. and I use social media to educate, but it, it was just different, you know? Yeah, it is. It's like, you're, like I, that's one thing I wish I had was that day to day, like solid, you know, workplace where, you know, like that's why I love being a makeup artist so much. And I, I know I was going to start it up again, but I've, I had to stop. You need because... to start up again because I want my face done. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I will start up again once this is like blown over and it's safe. Um, I'm guessing makeup artistry isn't um, essential right now, so I'm not going <laughs> to start going around to people's houses. Listen, if you want to do my face when you're here from Invisalign, I'm up for it. I'm just saying. Oh, <laughs> I will. I'll definitely do that. Um, so I, I know what you mean. Like when it give, if I feel like even more of a purpose. I don't know why. Maybe that's just me because saying that, you know, I've got 55,000 people that read my posts and wait for my stories because it, it makes, you know, it helps them. So there's a huge purpose there, but there's just something with that traditional face-to-face interaction with humans and making them feel better about themselves. Because doing someone's makeup for a night out and just transforming their confidence uh, is just the best feeling ever. And I do miss that. Yeah, do you know what? And that's the thing. It's just about a confidence thing. And I think I think you'll agree with me, Connie, as well, is that it's about it's also about the fact that there is the good there is the good and the ugly Mm. and what I mean by that is as well is that you transform people but also there is a side to there is a dark side to you know dealing with people in an industry that focuses on the way that you look you know and I think it's that fine balance of being true to yourself being true to the people that you care about and the message that you're trying to portray so you know it's it's been an interesting journey for sure even in my career with that Mm. Yeah, no, I agree. It's um, it's very up and down, and and so looks focused. But um, when when you think about dentists and what you do, people might, you know, think you're focusing on how people look, but actually, there's so much more to it. It's yeah, not, exactly. It's not. It's not an edited photo, and um, you know all those sorts of things I think because I, I know people oh she's got her teeth done oh she's had her teeth done I hear that a lot oh look yeah, she's exactly. had her teeth done but you know there's so much more to it and I think that's another thing like asking someone how do you know how confident that person feels about their teeth as well I think that's another thing you know before you start judging yeah I think confidence is such a subjective thing um because I think that you should never judge people on the things that they want and what I mean by that is is that I would never ever judge if people want to have a cosmetic enhancement it's up to them how they feel at the end of the day it's about how you feel like body dysmorphia is a completely different thing and that exists with teeth by the way you know where people think that they have they think that if they had x and you get that as you know in the fitness industry in the you know i think some people think their teeth um aren't white when they are like a nice natural white but because they see people with really white like unrealistic white they it makes it yeah all that all of that's quite um misleading isn't it for sure for sure so i think it just completely depends but i'm you know i'm learning about it still 
Yeah, and I think having a good dentist, getting opinions, going to a dentist that would be honest with you. I love that you have like um, your different looks, so you can have the Hollywood smile if you really want to. But you've got the Chelsea, the Chelsea smile, which is a, yeah. a natural version. Look. Yeah, yeah, which which is gorgeous. But then you have other looks as well, where you keep people's their personality, like the, if they've got a gap and all those. Um, yeah, like, exactly. Um, and I think that's really important. Going to someone that doesn't want you all to look the same like um and values your your in individuality exactly and that's the whole point like I have even some influences where I've had to redo treatments and they felt like they weren't being listened to whereas they said you know what Rona like I want to keep like the gap in my teeth or I want to keep my like you know canines mm. like really pointy and that's the whole thing of the Chelsea look where I'm like we just make it perfect but still you like if you want to keep your quirkiness we keep your quirkiness yeah yeah I love that that's really important um so Rona you have um another side business it's still linked to um dentistry it's parlor you, can you um tell the listeners about parlor um I've actually tried them and I think they're great it's such a good concept so just let like wh where did it start oh gosh parlor is one of the most amazing sort of innovations that we have done in the dental industry and I say that with such pride because I'm so I'm so happy that we've done something now I want to go back to the beginning so that you guys can understand basically I have two incredible business partners uh, Dr Simon Chard and Dr Adash Hanke and we came together because we were pretty horrified about the toothpaste industry we both had been, all been look. We both, we had all three of us had been looking at plastic pollution, and were absolutely horrified to find that 1.5 billion billion mm. toothpaste tubes enter the oceans and landfills every year. Oh god! And, you know they were choke. They were responsible for choking. You know, beautiful wildlife. You know, really damaging the waters and just contributing to this huge problem. And I was like, how can I recommend something knowing that it's causing this amount of damage? Moreover, when we looked at the ingredients in toothpaste, as I told you, all the whitening ones have something that's super abrasive. But on top of that, there are other ingredients in there which can cause irritation, ulcers, just chemicals. And, you know, we're becoming a lot more conscious of what we're putting in our bodies. And I sort of almost felt guilty because I was like, well, how can I actually recommend these things when I know that this is what's going on and that they're not benefiting patients or the environment in the way that they mm. could be? Now, don't get me wrong, there's lots of toothpaste out there that which are fine from a health benefit, but we could do better to ensure that we're not damaging the environment. Mm -hmm. So we did a lot of research and we found out that one of the ways to completely take plastic out of the equation is to create toothpaste tablets. Now, toothpaste tablets are just like toothpaste, except they're dehydrated, so they come in a tablet form. And instead yeah. of coming in plastic tubes, they come in glass jars. And obviously, the best way to get around the plastic problem even further is to go for kind of the subscription refill model, because you're getting the tablets delivered to you every month. Now, what's oh. the benefit? First of all, we we decided that we wanted to take out all the harmful substances but keep the good stuff. So fluoride is the key ingredient to prevent decay. And a lot of people, again, have had 
you know, scary stuff heard, scary stuff about, heard scary stuff about fluoride is damaging, but fluoride is the key ingredient to help prevent decay. And the key thing is, is that you don't want too much and you don't want too little. So by having a tablet, you're ensuring that you get the daily dose twice a day, and that's more than enough. Mm. And particularly toothpaste tablets with the fluoride are really great for kids that are growing up. And, um, you know, our tablets are designed for seven plus as well, because you want to ensure that, you know, as kids are growing up, they're getting enough fluoride to strengthen their strengthen their teeth. Okay. The other thing is, is that being in a glass jar means zero plastic, you know, zero damage to the environment. You know, it's not helping. It's, it's helping the kind of plastic pollution and the plastic problem. Also, we just thought that Parla is such a lovely name. You know, it actually means pearl in Swedish and it alludes oh. to pearl teeth or you know pearls of the ocean pearls of wisdom that kind of thing that's lovely and we want to create a movement because at the end of the day connie we've all learned to brush our teeth with a paste but it's just a habit and you know we change that habit you chew on the tablet you know it foams up a little bit but again it doesn't foam up loads like toothpaste because toothpaste has sls and sls is responsible for foaming we have it in tooth and shampoo as well but sls can cause irritation it can cause cankle sores and we don't want that so oh my gosh this is the that- thing like we're we're it's all a marketing thing, isn't it? Like with toothpaste, it, that whole foamy thing, we think that by it being foamy and being like voluptuous in the mouth, it's doing a better job. Totally, but that's just like something that we've, we've just been, been programmed. programmed. Yeah, yeah it's, conditioned. it's just conditioning. So you I love to- the tablet. I used it and I think it's great. I did think, oh, then I did think it's not as foamy, but now I know why. Exactly, exactly. I'm like, whatever, you know, you'll so you take... Know the other thing is, um, Connie, is that I don't know if you've noticed as well, but it has something called kaolin in it, and that actually causes natural whitening. So it, it helps lift stains off your teeth, but it's not abrasive like, like the tooth whitening toothpaste that can actually damage mm. your teeth. So it's benefit all round. And, you know, like, I remember, do you remember when you first, when you started going to supermarkets after a really long time? And then after that, when they started charging like 5p for a bag, and you were like, what the hell, I'm not going to pay 5p for this. And now we're just used to it. Now you almost feel guilty if you get a plastic yeah. bag. It's like changing the kind of habit of a lifetime. And that's yeah. the thing about that movement and making sure that we're providing something that's good for you and the environment. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think it's such a good idea. And I think that uh, I just think that you've found a gap in the market there. And it's one that's just so necessary. And I also love how the glass jar is so good for traveling as well. Like, you know, like, it's not going to get squashed like a toothpaste, you don't feel like you have to put it in a plastic bag, sandwich bag in case it pops or anything like that. It's like, yeah, yeah, such yeah. a good little travel Exactly, Travel like you're not like dribbling, are you? You know, when you like brush your teeth, sometimes with normal toothpaste, you mm. find on your t-shirt, and you're like, oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. So all those just- things, and, and and it's really sad that actually you trust people that make toothpaste because you're like, it's a it's a it's a dental yeah, thing, yeah. it's almost a medical thing. You, I just never would have thought that toothpaste could actually have bad ingredients in them. Like I just didn't think it would be allowed. So yeah. it's really insightful to hear that, and it's really good. Um, yeah. I'm so glad yeah. I know that now and I'm so excited to continue using Parlour. Um, so I just love that you're not just a dentist, you're like a dentist that wants to make change and you're passionate about people's confidence and yeah, um, sure. 
you don't just do it to be a dentist or to be a doctor or to have that um that status you do it because you care and I, I love that about you but the thing is is that this is it and you know the worst thing for me is just to come on this planet be a dentist and then you know disappear like I do want to leave a legacy in a way and I guess mm. the legacy is is that I've done something to either change people's habits and make sure that I've made like a difference and made you know done something that ensures that people are thinking differently and that's whether yeah. it's a dentist or the way that they're doing things yeah that's amazing well done Rona that's why you're inspiring you should be so proud of yourself so um, at the end of each podcast episode I ask my um guest a couple of questions the first question is going to be what are you most looking forward to um once this um pandemic is fully over the one thing that I'm most looking forward to when this pandemic is fully over you mean you mean fully over as in like there's no more problems as in like we don't have to isolate anymore yeah do you know what I know this sounds crazy but being able to hug people yeah no every person has said that really like you know even now being back at work today I can't I normally hug my patients or to have some oh, kind yeah. of and I've been having to tap their feet and I'm such a <laughs> I've been such an emotive person I don't like this whole new normal because I'm like again we set the standards for what's being normal and of course we need to be cautious to begin with but I really can't so we can have sort of free you know human contact yeah in a way. for sure yes and I feel safe doing it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the second question is, what piece of advice would you give your younger self? Stop caring what people think about you. And I actually wish that my mum had taught me that. And I know you're doing an amazing job with your little one, Connie. Don't don't conform to what society wants and just be you and do the things that make you happy without wondering what people think and I think that's something I'm still working on and even yeah. though social media has provided me with a great tool I need to still learn to kind of set my own standards and my own boundaries mm. without people setting them for me yeah it's hard it's hard but it's a work in progress but we can do it <laughs> we yeah, can do exactly. it we'll get there exactly exactly and that's what I want oh amazing thanks Rona thank you so much for being a guest today you are amazing and thank you I'm so excited about your teeth journey I'm so excited I'm so excited thank you so much don't forget to rate review and subscribe and maybe even share with a friend if you think they could benefit from listening to growing up female I'll be back next Wednesday with another amazing female see you then Thanks for listening to the podcast. We know times are very difficult right now. And if you want any more information about coronavirus, go to nhs.uk slash coronavirus. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365 day returns.